This chazar is echanesh b'achas shagim. Remember, you have b'achas 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 Zok the mission of someone sends a fire and it consumes wood, stones, or earth of another. The person is chayiv. This is based on the pasuk of Chisetei Eishu Motzah Koitzim V'Nechal Godesh Oyakama Oyasoda Shalom Yishalom Amaris Habeira. Zok the Gemara Rava asks, Why does the pasuk have to list koitzim thorns, godish stacks of grain, comma standing grain, and soda field? Gemara says tzricha. Why? If it only say thorns, we would think that one is chayiv for thorns because people are typically negligent with the fire around thorns because thorns are often burnt. But with regard to stacks of grain, where people are not typically negligent, maybe he should not be chayiv. If the pasuk only said stacks of grain, we would think he's chayiv over there because the loss is significant. But thorns, which don't produce a significant loss, maybe he should not be chayiv. The reason the Pasuk lists standing grain is to teach it just like standing grain is exposed, so too one is only high for fire if it consumes something that is exposed. According to Behuda says that one is even high for concealed items. The word kama comes to include things that stand, like animals and trees, which we only based on the word sada, we would think maybe should be excluded. The Rabbanon would learn this from the word oi. Rabbi Huda used the word oi to teach that one is high for burning any one of these items, not only if you burned all these items. The Rabbanon learned this from the oi hasada. Another says again oi. The Rabbi Huda says oi hasada is only written for stylistic purposes to be consistent with the previous phrase of oi hakama. The reason the Pasuk lists sada is to teach that one is chayev if his fire burned a plowed field or stones because these items don't truly burn. You think it'd be potter, it teaches his chayev. In fact, why not just say sada and then not have to learn right to any of the others? Mar said, if we'd only say sada, we would think that one is only chayev for items in the field, meaning the produce, but not the field itself. Zaknon said, troubles come to the world only when there are a sham in the world, and those troubles begin on the tzaddik. This is learned from the Pasuk that says fires, troubles go out when there are thorns, Rishoyim, and it then consumes a Godish, which is the Sadiqim. The Pasuk of the Karben Pesach in Mitzrayim says you should not leave the entrance of the house until morning. Although the Malachim was sent to kill the Mitzrayim, once it's let loose, it's not distinguished between Sadiqim and Rishoyim, and would in fact begin with the Sadiqim, as we can see from a Pasuk. Rabbi Yosef cried and said, Are Sadiqim like nothing to be dealt with in this way? Abayah said, We learn from a Pasuk that they're punished first so that they do not have to be around and witness the tragedies that will come upon the people of their generation. Rabbi Yudin Rav said, we also learn from the Pasuk of the Karben Pesach that a person should always enter the inn that he was staying in at um, for that night. He should enter while it's still light and he should leave there only after it becomes light again. A bright says that we learn from this Pasuk and also two other Pesukim that if a plague is in the city, gather up your feet, meaning stay in your house. Why do we need the other Pesukim? Because the Pasuk the Karben Pesach only teaches that it should be done at night. The second Pasuk teaches that even if it applies by day. The third Pasuk teaches that once you stay in his house, even if there is fear of staying in the house, Rav would seal his windows during a plague based on the Pasuk that says that death could come even through a window. A bride says, if there's a hunger in the city, go to another place where there's food. As we can see from the Pasuk that Avram went to Mitzrayim, when there was a hunger, another Pasuk tells of the four Mitzrayim who went into the camp of Aram to look for food. Why do we need a second Pasuk? Because we would think you should only go to another place if there's no fear of danger in that other place. The second Pasuk teaches that they went into the camp of Aram, even though they were, do- they were risking their lives by doing so. The bride says, if there's a plague in the city, one should not walk in the middle of the street, because that's where the Malachamavis walks when he's given Rishus to kill, he does so in the open. When there's peace in the city, one should not walk on the sides of the road, because that's where the Malachamavis is at the time of peace. He hangs out on the side of the road. A bride says there's a plague in the city, one should not walk alone into a shul because that's where the Malachim of us keeps his kalim. However, this is only if there are small children who don't learn there and if there are no minyanim that daven there. Bryce says if dogs are howling, it means the Malachim of us has come to the city. If dogs are happy, it means Eliyahu and has come to the city. However, this is only if there's no female dog along with them. If there is, then the happy behavior just may be on account of the female dog. Rabbi Amin Araski was sitting in front of Rabbi Yisrael Nafka. One asked him to say Aloha, the other said say Agoda. When he began the one, the other one didn't let him continue. He said, you know, the situation is similar to a man with two wives, one who's old and one who's young. The young one pulls out all his white hairs, the old one pulls out all his black hairs, and he's left bald. Rabbi Yisrael Nafka told him, I will tell you something that will make both of you happy. The Pasuk says, Kisait Se'esh, when a fire will go out, which means when it went out on its own, and yet the Pasuk says that the one who lit the fire has to pay. This should be Darshan as Hashem saying that he that Hashem himself takes responsibility for the fire that he lit when he burned down Yerushalayim. 
Hashem says he will do so, he will pay back by building a Yerushalayim of fire. This is an Agadic teaching on this Pasuk. With regard to the Halachic teaching on this Pasuk, the Pasuk begins by discussing the damage by his property. The fire went out on its own and ends by discussing damage caused by him. He says the one who lit the fire has to pay. This teaches that one is high for fire as if it's his arrows, meaning his force. The Pasuk says, David Melech asked for water from Eislechem and the three strong men went and brought him water. The Gemara understands this to mean that David had a Halachic Shaila and that he was looking to get answered. What was he looking to get answers? Rav in the name of Nachman said he was he was asking whether we hold like Rabbi Yehuda or the Rabbanim with regard to Tom and Beish. Rehuna said there were stacks of barley belonging to Yidin in which Plishtim were hiding. And David wanted to know if he's allowed to set them on fire to expose the Plishtim. He was asking whether one may save himself by destroying someone else's property. Sanhedrin sent back that normally this may not be done, but you as king, you're allowed to be pirates together and you can no one can stop you from doing what you need to do. The Rabbanan or Rabbi Murray said he was asking whether he could use the barley piles of the Yidin to feed his animals and then pay them back with the lentil piles of the Plishtim. They answered, for a normal person, it would be also to take something even if the intent was to return it. But for you, you're the king, you're allowed to be pirates together and therefore you can do whatever you need to do and no can stop you. In fact, one Pasuk speaks of the piles of barley, another speaks of piles of lentils. This makes sense according to the last answer, but how would the earlier answer explain this? Rav Huna would say that the case was that the Plishtim were hiding in piles of barley and piles of lentils. In fact, according to the last answer, what does the Pasuk mean when that he saved the piles? And says it means he saved them from being taken and switched. In fact, how does the first answer that the question was regarding something that was concealed explain the two Pasukim, one with piles of barley and another with piles of lentils? Mar says that answer will agree that he asked regarding concealed items and about one of the other questions as well. Well, in fact, the Pasuk says that David didn't drink the waters. He didn't want to listen to the kulas that were given to him. Now, this makes sense according to the last two answers because it means he did not want to be make on account of his being king since it was also for anyone else to do. However, if the question was regarding a concealed item, they gave him an answer that didn't permit just a, an iser for him. So why didn't he want to listen to it? Mar says the Pasuk means that he did not repeat this halach in the names of the mighty warriors that risked their lives to get the answer for him because David had a Kabbalah from Shmuel. We don't repeat a halach in the name of someone who risks his life for Tyra. In fact, the Pasuk says that David poured it out to Hashem. According to the last answer, this means that he was machmer himself. What does this mean according to the first answers? Mar says it means he repeated the halach in the name of the Gemara without identifying who actually said it.